Welcome to the Jackie and Stacy Show, and I'm Stacy's son Clark, and here to tell you about it. There are two women wrestling with things of this broken and beautiful life. Each week, they will tackle a topic in a transparent, sometimes distracted, but always fun way that hopefully encourages and challenges you. They will break down each topic by looking at it through four lenses, ourselves, God, our people, and our community. They will then they will then give you a task to go forth with. Vaya con Dios. Hey guys, welcome to the Jackie and Stacy show. I'm Jackie and I'm Stacy. And we're really glad you're here with us. We're talking about dreams and we are looking at my specific dream. This is Jackie, and we're talking about the dream that I have and what it looks like. And we've talked about it through the lens of kind of me, and we really un- fleshed out the whole dream in um, the original episode in this series. And then we talked about faith and how my particular faith, my my faith in God, um, plays into my dream and how it's impacted by um how my dream is impacted by my faith and um, that was a fun conversation and yeah so now today we're going to be talking about how dreams this particular dream of Jackie's is how we're kind of following it through this month uh affects or will be affected by kind of both really right close relationships so how did did some of your close relationships lead you into creating this dream is this more of something that's come just from you um let's start there let's start with the origination yeah well um I've, i've talked about a few times i've talked about the fact that i homeschooled my kids um each of my kids so in when my oldest was in fifth grade he had an experience um i don't think i've talked about it no you have not he went I'll tell the short version, but he, he went to, um, science camp and, um, at science camp, they have counselors who are high school students and, um, the particular high school student who was his counselor liked to take really long showers at night and leave the boys alone, you know, according to the boys, like for two hours. So whatever he's taking two hours, showers oh, on, yeah. well, that's whether that's a, true or yeah. not, that's how it felt to the boys, right? Okay. Yes. So he would leave him alone while he was in the shower and lock the door and kind of ignore them. Well, one particular night, I think it was like the second to last night at science camp, um, one, one of the boys got really angry at another of the boys and the and basically jumped on top of him and started to attack him and started to, like, throw punches. And the boy that was being punched was a special needs kid. And, um, oh, gosh. And Matthew intervened and protected the kid and got punched in the face by this kid who was really aggressive. Now, you know, there's two sides to the story in terms of the kid kind of had it coming. He said some horrible things, right? And so... Um, but he didn't really know any better. He, he had some special needs that, that caused him to maybe not have some discernment and some of those types of things. But, um, so Matthew jumped off his bunk and intervened and protected this kid. Um, and then ultimately the other boys were able to get the attention of the counselor and every boy that was in the, this cabin supported the story that Matthew was protecting this kid. However, he was told by the administration at the school, if you ever do that again, you will be suspended because you were involved in a fight. Even though he did what I had taught him his whole life to do, protect 
the underdog. Like, you do what you need to do to protect someone who's being abused. And yeah. he did that. He did precisely what I would have wanted him to do. And I felt like he needed to be celebrated and honored. And he was instead being... He, he wasn't punished, but he was told if he did it again, he would be punished. And so that was hmm. the first thing that kind of got Mike and I thinking, like, there's these values that we hold dear are being not just not supported, but actively contradicted at school. And then ironically, the exact same thing happened actually on campus. He intervened again and protected a a vulnerable kid and he got in trouble. And so that was when, and again, it wasn't just like he was the only one saying, well, I did this good thing. Everyone that was there was supporting the fact that that's what happened. So we decided to, um, homeschool him and then it became kind of a family tradition so it rose up out of this kind of frustration that we had and but it ended up being a really positive thing and I did it with all three of my kids so in that way (laughs) it's kind of a long answer um (laughs) this idea of of starting a school and being kind of being able to curate and create this educational experience um rose up as something that I was passionate about okay so, does that answer my your question? Yeah, yes. <laughs> my question is, like, how your um, relationships, close relationships yeah. really kind of led you to, to have this dream of building yeah. a school. Yeah. And that's I, ultimately a safe place. Yes. Yes. For ideas, for dreaming, for following what your passion is 100%. to the end. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And just the the joy that I got from working with my kids and then I ended up homeschooling other kids too um close friends kids um was such a joy for me that I think that for sure that played into the you know the genesis of this idea for me so okay yeah absolutely but although if you flip that around like in terms of would my idea impact the people close to me yes definitely not my kids because by the time it happens likely my kids would not go to this school although I guess my youngest could potentially but what grade's your youngest in right now seventh seventh grade so depending on you know how the school is structured or whatever but but um but the way that the vision is is kind of shaping up in my head right now is that it would involve some of my close friends being engaged in the process too so She's all Stacy. I'm looking in your yeah, direction. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, but who else of your close friends? I think earlier, I'm not sure if you mentioned it in this podcast or the previous, you were like Heather, Heather Stewart, who we have interviewed yeah. um, under the topic of fun yeah. um, on our podcast. If you'd like to, to look that up, yeah. uh, we can maybe link it or uh, I don't remember the number, the episode number. Oh, we can look that up. Yeah, of course we can. Um, that that yep. she is a teacher, right? Um, also Amy Cornelson, uh-huh. who we've interviewed. Yeah, isn't that funny? Previously uh-huh. on the Jackie and Stacy show, yeah. Uh, also a teacher. Yeah, and you and me. And I'm kind of a teacher. Yeah, and um, you're an educator for sure. I mean, you're, yeah, yeah. Um, and. Um, another person came to mind. Oh, so Michelle, whom we've not interviewed, but we probably need to soon. Um, she does not have an education background, but she has a, I get stuff done background. Yes. So <laughs> Michelle, um, is, I guess, kind of a sponsor of the Jackie yeah. and Stacey yep. show. Forage Rental. We've spoken about her before cause we have recorded our podcast 
in her office space yep. for uh, forage. Vintage forage. Wait, forage. Vintage rental. Forage company. vintage rentals. Yes. It's Linus. So, forage vintage rental co i believe is what you could look up oh my gosh she does on beautiful, Instagram. beautiful work yeah. uh, rentals for your holiday slash photo shoot slash wedding slash yep. dinner party anything slash party slash yes. all kinds of amazing furniture uh dinnerware rugs yeah. i mean she also stages homes. Staging, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah. So she's so cool. She and I and a few others started a nonprofit together a few years ago, and we just work really well together. She is one of the most get it done people in, that I have ever known, and um, she's pretty phenomenal. So she's someone that I've thought of too to be involved in in, in more of a organizational support category. Uh, Role, which I don't know what that would look like, but okay. So what we're saying here is that if you're having a big dream and this crazy big idea, yeah, yeah. that you know people around you are. Have you shared this dream with a lot of people? Jackie? No, I literally. This is like two days old. You're just sharing it with well, your I, the public. That's right. For the first that's time. That's right. Well, I I've shared a version of this dream in other uh, other times when sure. I've thought about. So, yeah. but so what about like your spouse, your um, children? Like, Not have really? I shared it with them? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're hearing it here first, That's folks, right. live That's on the right. Jackie and Stacy show. Right. That's right. Here Same. first, yeah. <laughs> record break? No, not record breaking. Headline yep. making. That's right. Love it. Uh, but maybe when I go home, I will. <laughs> Maybe before this uh, podcast yeah, airs. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Probably. Um, but I think that's that's the important thing that sometimes I do have some big, crazy ideas. Yeah. And I'll share them with just who's ever next to me. Right. Or so you're sitting next to me yeah. and you're like, okay, nice to meet you, Stacy. Uh, you just told me your life story and now <laughs> you're telling me your big, hairy, audacious goal. Right. I'm like, yeah. Because I just needed to say it out loud. Well, and drawing and, in the people that believe in you and yeah, care about you and have absolutely. your best interests is really important part of the process yeah. I feel like and sometimes my spouse isn't sitting next to me so it's it's whoever's just there right and I think about stuff and I just say it out loud and then it builds from there absolutely or not or, or not. sometimes it crashes and burns maybe more often than not well and another like just to shift a little bit um the way we're approaching this but another way that this particular topic plays out with my closest people is I want my kids to know a that it's okay to have dreams and to be willing to be vulnerable with their dreams and say hey I have this dream and I and I'm willing to share it with people and it's okay if it doesn't work out and um and I want them to see me pursuing my dreams and realize that I'm you know I'm not just mom I'm not just the person who um you know does the laundry and makes the beds or whatever uh, but I am a person with dreams and goals and yeah I feel like passions that's a, yeah that's a really fascinating thing did you feel like you experienced that the other way around what do you mean like your parents do you feel like you um no. saw your parents pursuing things no. and saying oh my gosh um, I'm thinking about this or I'm dreaming about this and and I'm pursuing it interesting so that's a really good question and at first my first instinct was to say no but um I did see my mom um, pursue her passions, 
not dreams so much as she is a singer and she always really? made it a priority. She sings with the Bach Festival and she sings with um, another group called Camarada Singers and she she just always made that a priority in her life. Um, so I, I and she like she's on the League of Women Voters. Uh, she's a board member for the League of Women Voters, so she has a passion for politics okay. and for women in leadership. And yeah. she's served on boards of directors my whole life. She was on the um, oh, what's it called? I'm gonna, okay, I'm going to forget, so I'm not even going to try. But um, uh, she's she has a passion for community service and for leadership in the community. And so I I've seen her pursue that her whole life. Okay, and I definitely think that um, that gave me kind of permission and confidence to pursue those things. My dad, not so much. Um, he was just more of a supporter of her dreams and goals. Really? How sweet. Yeah. And, and honestly, like has always just, we've talked about this, told me my whole life I could do whatever I want. So definitely a supporter of my dreams. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. that doesn't hurt. No, it does <laughs> not you hurt. You believe in you and, and see the best in you. That's definitely helpful for cultivating right. dreams for yeah. sure. For sure. I'm trying to think if I saw that in my parents. I think my mom had, like, creativeness okay. <laughs> about her. Creativity. Creat- yeah. yeah, and she um, like she was always doing crafty projects. But, like, her dream was to be a mom of a bunch of kids and done. She achieved that goal. Checkmark. I'm not sure if it was if it turned out the way she dreamed it would have been right, like right. because kids are a lot of freaking work they as are, we know. Dude, motherhood. Hey, the worst. <laughs> um, but I did looking back. I think I always saw my dad like as a workaholic, mm. but never really saw what what he was doing. But my dad was a total dreamer. Oh, interesting. Total dreamer. He um he would always say at later in life when um. You know, like, I was an adult. I got to really know my dad. And it was really fascinating because he would be, like... He was a helicopter pilot. So, that's kind of a... Not a helicopter parent. Not a helicopter parent. actual helicopter pilot. actual, like, a helicopter. (laughs) And it was just, like, that was his passion. Yeah. And he would always say... Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. He never worked for anybody else. Yep. He um, owned his own business, and it was always tumultuous. Because, like, the overhead is gigantic. Right. It's so expensive to own a helicopter maintenance and insurance and right. yada, yada. And, um, and, I, re- and he, I remember him telling me a few times. He'd be like, your mom always just wished I'd go get a job at the post office. Because I would be home at 5 mm, o'clock every day. Right. I would get the exact same money. Yada, and it would be a sta- stable, steady life. Right. And he's like, but I just can't do wow. it. Wow. So you totally saw that. And so I saw it, but I don't think out. I, like, understood right. that for a long time. Even now, I'm saying it out loud to whoever's next to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's me. Um, <laughs> about how I see that in him. And, you know, I admire that. And I, like, I, I think I see that and I... I'm glad that he did that. Yeah. You know, he died sort of young of the stress of of the helicopter business. Yeah. He totally died from stress. Wow. Um, but it's be- he had a good heart. He did not he was not a business-minded person necessarily. He owned his own business. I don't think that was his strength. His strength right. was the dreaming part. Right. He really um you know, could have benefited more from a business partner perhaps but yeah. he was an independent person and that's yeah. what he did and there you go it is wow. what it is um but that legacy has been passed on to you oh I think so yeah. but I didn't I don't think I've ever really 
realized how much it had been passed on to me. Wow. Um, maybe until even right now. Wow. Um, that's cool. I think my sisters and I have talked about it actually before. Okay. About my dad being more of a dreamer. Okay. And, but needing to provide for this big old family with six kids. Yeah. So. Yeah. Fascinating. But then he kind of stuck to it. Like, I love this and this is my thing. Right. Because he ended up going into like air shows. At some point he sold his fairly stable uh, agricultural flying business. And went into like air shows and training and all this other air helicopter stuff. So amazing. And it was cool. But yeah. it was cool, right? Yeah. Like, who doesn't want to be a superstar? Right. So, um, anyway. Yeah, that's yeah. actually, uh, you know, where I got my my break in recording. I audio know. recording. Yeah, you would do the announcing. Correct. Oh, so my goodness. I was an air show announcer. That's so cool. I, don't, I did not get paid I think anything, we need video but... of that. <laughs> I think we need. I think oh we need proof. Oh my gosh! Video uh, evidence is required. Nineties Stacy. Oh 90s gosh! Stacy, big bangs and everything. No, I never had big bangs. No? I was just sort of like frumpy. I, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Oh gosh! Not true. Oh heck yeah! Frumpy Stacy. Hashtag frumpy Stacy. <laughs> we need photographic. I'm evidence actually getting of that. better with age. I promise. Oh, in that's so a many good ways. thing. That's such in a like good thing. So many ways. I love that. I'm learning. I'm growing. I'm. Well, it, now there's so, flat irons too, right. so that's also we handy. have so many more tools oh available gosh. to us. So if you think about dreaming, like I, like we were using this specific example of the school, right? And so yes. if I think about if if that does play out and if it if it comes to fruition, how will that impact my kids? You know, like for them to see me have this dream and then follow through on it and make it a reality, I think would be super impactful for oh, my yeah. kids. Um, oh yeah. But I, I think, I wonder if that's not true for even small dreams um, oh, in terms so of true. our kids seeing us as, well, and, and inspiring our kids too, to have dreams and to follow up on them. Well, so. I think that it's almost more inspiring to watch somebody dream and fail, fail uh, and get back dream up again. again, girl. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, honestly, and your like, kids have seen you do that. Uh, that's yeah. huge. Oh, Yeah. Huge dream Good job, fail. girl. Dream again. Good job. That's is inspiring. That, is that how we got the get back on the horse uh, analogy? Is that yeah, analogy, horse, metaphor? Yeah, which one's which? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm All right. Sure. Well, so what's our... So let's... If I yeah, let's this do thing. it. Let's VCD, baby. What do, what do we got? You're um, usually really good at this. Okay. So um, I want you to think about... Um, fail. Think about a tiny thing. Oh, Failure. But think about something you failed at, but you could do it differently. So we've kind of been building, though. Yeah. We had the original dream. So think of a big old hairy, crazy dream. Then, secondly, the via con Dios for your faith was, how are you, like, created? Like, what are your gifts that you really play into that dream? Yep. So now it could be like, well, did you try a little something before and fail that you could learn from Uh... to apply for into this dream? What do you think about that? I love Is that it. specific I love enough? It. Yep, it's good. It's pretty specific. I, I'm going to have to really think about that one. Yeah. I mean, I know. I'm confident I have a million failures to drop <laughs> Exactly. Them. However, remembering them is the problem. Remembering, yeah. So just pick one. Okay. Pick one failure that you feel like, okay, right. I could learn from that and apply it yep. to this big, okay. old, hairy dream. Nice. I'm on. I'm in. Not okay. on. <laughs> yeah. All right. We love you.
you guys, we really want to connect with you. Would you please reach out to us and tell us what you think? Tell us what you hear that you love. Tell us what you hear that you have questions about. Tell us what you hear that you hate. Whatever it is, we just want to hear from you. Yeah, you can tell us on all of our social media. Post a picture or something on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We are on Twitter, The Jackie and Stacy Show. And you can also go to our website. We have the JackieandStacyShow.com. I know it's shocking. Or JackieandStacy.com. And Stacy's so good at always reminding you, my name ends with an I-E. Jackie yeah. with an I-E. And Stacy's with a E-Y. E-Y. That's how you can tell us apart. Just kidding. Or you could look at us. <laughs> Details. Uh, make sure you use our hashtag, too, the Jackie and Stacy Show. Use Via Con Dios. Or the topic. That's right. Absolutely. So email us, come to our website, go to social media. We want to connect with you. Absolutely. And we want to see what you're doing out there in the world. Vaya con Dios.